Hey, welcome to Hidden Battles Battlecast. I'm Scott. And I'm Chris. And this is the first Hidden Battles uh, Battlecast that we're going to have. So we're going to do it today. We're going to introduce ourselves. We're going to talk about our programs, you know, who we work with, what we do, why we do it, and who we do it for. I'm sorry, we forgot to introduce. Every time we, uh, we're going to do one of these, we're probably going to have a little help from my son and our little friend, Craig. So on occasion, he's going to say hi, and you'll hear him in the background. And speaking of help, before we uh, kick off too far, uh, if you ever need any help or need to somebody to talk to, um, there is a helpline that you can contact if you're feeling suicidal or just need you know somebody to get stuff off your chest. That's going to be 1-800-273-TALK, also uh, 1-800-273-8255, or you can text the word HOME, H-O-M-E, to the number 741741. Easy enough to remember, 741741. Yeah, that's pretty good. So throughout the podcast, we're actually going to uh, we'll keep repeating that number because you just never know. Um, so who we are. Uh, I'm Scott. I am a police officer. I just uh, rounded off my 16th year as a police officer. I am uh, also a 10-year Army veteran. I was a combat engineer. I went on a couple deployments. I've been to a couple different countries. And now I am uh, here. So um, I'll let Chris introduce himself. And uh, my name's Chris. I am a police officer going on my first year uh, as a reserve officer. I work full-time uh, as a 911 dispatcher and a troop dispatcher uh, for police and fire. So I'm going on my fifth year for that. Uh, prior to that, I was in the private sector working with security and doing personal executive protection. And I've known Scott since, God, I have no idea Oh, I think, uh, so Chris, the way we met, Chris uh, and I, when I was a uh, traffic safety officer, uh, I met Chris at one of the um, events. Yeah, one believe. of the events, yeah, I think it was like a farmer's market. Yeah. Or so I had a safety and um, information booth, and Chris used to come over and hang out with me, and eventually he'd heard me say my spiel so many times that he started doing it for me. So that's how we pretty much met, and that's like, what, 15 years 15 now? years ago, at least. Oh, yeah, so wow. time flies when you're having fun, right? No kidding. So um, so who we are. Uh, so Hidden Battles, we're a nonprofit. We're a component fund of the Greater Lowell Community Foundation out of Lowell, Massachusetts. Uh, they are a 501c3 organization. We are, like I said, we are a nonprofit. Uh, we help veterans and first responders, which consider uh, or consist of uh, fire, police, EMS, and nurses. Um, we do post-traumatic stress uh, activities. We do suicide prevention, and we try to help tackle depression. Um, we are an uh, activity-driven organization. Uh, we are not therapeutic. We are not clinically trained, but we do, however, have people in place that if it ever comes to that, that you know, we can refer you off or get the help you need. Um, where we are, we're located in more Middlesex well, County, yeah, Southern New Hampshire, more the Greater Lowell. Yeah. Uh, but we will travel. We've traveled. Uh, we've actually had help. Um, we've helped people out in Western Mass, uh, Southern mm -hmm. New Hampshire. Uh, why we do what we do? Uh, well, we started almost two years ago. It'll be June. Will be our two-year anniversary. Uh, we started flies. after, yeah, after the loss of my brother Nick, who was a 20-year corrections officer. My brother took his life. Uh, that was in 2012. So since then, we've been involved with suicide prevention and um, fundraising and bringing awareness through AFSP, the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. Uh, until just recently, we figured that we had to do something more. 
And uh, myself, my wife Leslie, and Chris, we came up with uh, a lot of programs, a lot of ideas, and put them into place and implemented them. So that is why we do what we do. Uh, we just don't want anybody to endure the pain that our family and other officers and other families have uh, gone through. That's pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd say you hit it right on the head there. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm not sure. Did I mention veterans? You did not mention veterans or military. Well, that's who we do. So you don't have to be a, a combat veteran to uh, join in with us. So we find that there's uh, problems here at home along with abroad. So we do deal with that also. Um, I say veterans are probably 50% of um, the people we help. Uh, we do, uh, I actually, you know, and the firefighters, that's a, a huge portion of what we do too. I'd so say so too. Yeah, I mean, because firefighters really, they don't have a problem looking for help opposed to police. Police, we're still on the cusp of trying to say, hey, I there's need There's nothing help. wrong with us. What are you talking about? No, yeah, there's, there's lots wrong with us. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so. Some of the things that we do, the events, uh, we do rucking. Rucking is, if you're not military and you don't know what it is, it's basically backpacking with weight, which includes a lot of pain. So yeah. just think of back to your college days when you stick 5,000 books in your uh, backpack going from one end of the campus to the other. That's pretty much what the feel is, just hours on end. Yes. So w- what uh, rucking is for the military, it's Misery Loves Company. It's actually a bonding uh, you pack up all your crap, you put it in a backpack, and you go hiking. We're not that people that were psychotic where we're like, oh, no, you need to have 20 pounds in your backpack. If you just show up and walk, and we have people who aren't even veterans or first responders who come out, just one, to support us, and two, to just say, hey, we understand that you guys are going through things, and we understand that for the majority, 99.9% of your demograph are really great people, and every once in a while someone does something stupid. So we'll have them come out with families and stuff. And it's really, it's just like hiking. It's a community of people. But with hiking and rucking, it just, the rucking, I think, it just brings me back to the military. Brings me back to that community that kind of you miss when you leave. So we do rucking. We do uh, couples cooking therapy. Uh, The couples couples cooking therapy. is yummy. Yeah, it's amazing. So it's run by my sister, Michelle. She is a classically French-trained chef from Le Cordon Bleu. It is a culinary institute that used to, uh, well, it's not in Boston anymore, right? No, I don't believe so. Yeah, so she runs the program. It's usually uh, on Saturday nights. Uh, It's considered now a date night. So what they do is you show up with just you and your wife, you and your husband, your significant other, whoever it is. If you don't have a significant other, you can bring a friend. We've had people bring their sons and daughters, um, not little kids, in the teens, you know, yeah. uh, above because it is an active kitchen. It's a con- industrial kitchen. So you show up, you learn to cook, you uh, get to partake in a wine or a beer that actually is paired with the food, I suppose, right? Or a spirit. Or a spirit, yeah. And you eat, you bring some home, you have a great time, you learn some new skills, you make new friends, you're out, it's low stress, you don't pay a thing for it. And now I will also say for all the people that are out there listening, uh, we just said that we would teach you how to cook. Yes, that is correct. We will teach you how to cook. Mm-hmm. Now, me, myself, personally, love cooking. Yeah, me too. And I was like, you know what? I don't need to learn how to cook. I know how to cook. I went to one of these classes and, oh, my God, changed how I do a lot of things. Made my life so much easier. So, unless you're a classically trained chef, I highly recommend that program. See, the great thing is, is we have people who actually have culinary backgrounds go to these programs. And my sister has made it so that it's actually very easy. And I, I, I hate to use the word idiot, but it's idiot-proof. I mean, 
She has made it so that when you walk out of it, you feel like a superstar. Now, my wife, her idea of cooking is actually just opening a menu, pointing and saying, this is what we're ordering. And the first cooking night, remember when we did the first cooking night, it was kind of a um, like a soft brand opening for us, and we had the staff do it. And she made this macaroni and cheese from scratch, and you're thinking, oh, it's like a box. But there is no box. There's no, you know, opening a box, pouring it in a pan thing. It was all from scratch. And she made it, and it was actually really good. So the only thing that she regrets is now – and I hold it overhead. I'm like, you can make that macaroni and cheese if you want. And it just doesn't work. So, but we've done that. We've done risotto. We've done um, duck. Coco Vaughn. Oh, Coco Vaughn. Yeah, filet. Um, I think w- the next one is going to be February chicken 16th. Chicken, yeah, chicken piccata. So the classes are actually getting really popular. And what we'd like to look, go back to is we have people who own barbecue companies who know how to cook. Uh, le- legit. Legit oh. barbecue companies like go into competition barbecue companies. Yeah, award-winning barbecue companies come out to our cooking program, and they're hooked. They're always there. You have the firehouse guys, and like in, in firemen, those guys can cook. Yes, they can. You know, because they have all those kitchens and everything. But Plus they yeah. do those like chili cook-offs and everything that they oh, do. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they have that time. You know, they can sit there and they can watch Cooking Network. Should have just gone to be a firefighter. Yeah, wrong test, wrong test. But no, you know, we pick on firemen just because we are, you know, up on the the other side, the blue side. But you know what? It's a f- it's a family. We love those guys, but we are jealous. Uh, but I will say, you know, uh, you'll have over the course of the podcast and stuff. Uh, once we get deeper into it, mm-hmm. we'll have firefighters on. We'll have military veterans. We'll have other cops. We'll have EMTs. We'll have other mm-hmm. dispatchers. We'll have, you know, just our first responder military uh, category that we who we serve. Uh, will come on as guests and just talk about, you know. Talk about everyday do. normal stuff. We'll talk about, you know, what it's like to be, you know, in a firehouse, in a cruiser, uh, in the military, what it's like to transition back home, at least for me. I, I've been in a couple of those. But, yeah, I mean, it, we're not just going to sit here and it, it hopefully we'll make some fun of it, you know, just because I don't want to Ben Stein it and just keep talking no. and talking and people like, oh, those guys keep talking again. So, yeah, no, we will throw in some fun stuff. Uh, we'll try to make it as entertaining as possible. Maybe you'll leave with knowing something that you didn't know at the beginning of the podcast. You might have uh, an outlet if you need one. Or you might just go, wow, I am so much smarter not listening to these people and just not listen again. So, I mean, it's really up to you. Like I said, this is our uh, first podcast. We've done a couple test podcasts that came out absolutely horrible. Hopefully this one's a little better. But Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, we have Craigie here. Craigie's uh, a good luck charm, so we'll see. Um, So... Some of the events that we do, like the, the cooking, the rucking, the kayaking that uh, we're going to be coming up. We're working with U Lowell in uh, downtown Lowell. We're going to be doing from their boathouse. We're planning on doing some sunset kayak trips with uh, couples, which will actually go up towards the Tingsboro Bridge and come back around. We have therapeutic yoga. We've teamed up with um, Kevin Morrissey at the Great Old uh, Lowell YMCA over in Lowell. And uh, we give you therapeutic yoga. He has set us up with one of his best yoga instructors and she is awesome we have that we do we peer have support peer, besides the peer support as well uh you also have the family days or family nights Ooh. so uh chunky cinema mm-hmm. uh we usually use the one in nashua um they we buy out the movie theater and we've done the incredibles too we've done the, the grinch, grinch. Yeah. uh we have one uh coming up it's in probably June or so. Is that the Secret Life of Pets Part Two? Pets Part Two, yes. Oh, that's actually you know what that looks really funny. Well, the first one was really funny. And the best thing about this is so much adult humor in them that you're like the kids don't get it, but we're laughing. 
I, I've never seen Pets Part 1, oh, so I'm going to need to see it is, that. It is fantastic. See, like, we have cats, and we were talking about this earlier, because um, I'm like, I can't get a dog. And we were talking about the dog, and, and what I say about a dog. That you always have an Amazon box waiting at your door for you? Yeah, I'm always greeted by an Amazon box at the door, because my wife's half Amazonian. It's every day something from Amazon's coming. But, yeah, but, no, so we sit there, and, and you know, we think, what else can we do for the families? Uh, you know, a nice friendly, low cost, or uh, no cost in this case, you know, so what we do is we open up Chunkies, we get a, a movie theater, and we open it up to families of four, but a lot of times we, we accommodate more, because some guys just feel that they need to have, you know, four or five kids, but good for it's them. It's okay, you yeah. know, congratulations. Yep. So, we do that, uh, we've done the spinners, we've yep. had uh, Veterans Appreciation Night at the spinners, where we actually invited veterans and their families, and then they usually throw out the first pitch, and they met now, did they meet? Dietrich Wise Jr., now yeah. Super Bowl champion for the New England Patriots. Yep, and they just said it wouldn't be done. No, still here. Yep, still here. You know why? Because because he's just too old. Tom Brady is just too old, I guess. So, yeah. So we've done that. Um, what else do we do, Chris? Let's see. Cornhole tournament. Yep. Cornhole which, uh, tournament, is which is our coming up. major major fundraiser mm-hmm. uh, that we do. That that's how we can provide so many free programs. Yep. Yeah, so the Cornhole Tournament is not just a Cornhole Tournament. It's actually a whole family day. What we do is we reach out to a whole network of different organizations. And there's, uh, like I said earlier, a lot of firefighters and police officers, they actually have side businesses because sometimes working as a municipality or as a state employee just doesn't pay as much as you think it does. No. So so we have friends that uh, own local businesses that are also on the job as a fireman or a police officer. And one of uh, our friends, Adia, friend who was, uh, owns a moon bounce house so maddie boone Mo- maddie's moon bounce house out of tooksbury and pat mccarthy is a boston police uh, police officer he donates uh, an obstacle course we have a touch a truck program where we have uh, bill ricka fire sends a couple apparatus the police department brings a cruiser we've had the uh, middlesex county sheriff's department brings equipment they do a dog demonstration uh, new england security brings the uh, car down uh, there's local Military organizations that mm-hmm. will bring a Humvee or some of their equipment yeah, down. Nam Vets New England. Uh, no, Nam Vets um, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yep, they brought down a couple motorcycles. We had a, a just a, a random person saw our flyer. They brought down this amazing tribute trike. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh my God! Yeah, so this trike was uh, all airbrushed. It was airbrushed with military theme, police theme. It was basically everything that we try to accomplish. And one motorcycle. The paint job was unbelievable. And, you know, if you want to actually see a picture of this, I'm r- this is where I'm going to plug our Facebook <gasps> page. What? We have a Facebook page? We have a very big Facebook page. We have a very large Facebook following. Uh, specifically, n- as of today's date, the 12th of February, we have 941 followers uh, Ooh, on our let's page. Hit a thousand. I want to hit 1,000. I want to hit 1,000, too. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, but, you know, if you check out the Hidden Battles Foundation Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash Hidden Battles Foundation. You can follow us on Facebook and see everything we're talking about. So if you don't believe what we're saying, you can see it firsthand on our Facebook page with pictures of people that actually are having fun. It's not just fake smiles and staged. You know, some people can't stand Facebook because it's all it's so political at this point. So you know what? Is there another place we can go? You know, we have Instagram. What? And Twitter. No way. Yeah. It's at Hidden Battles Foundation. Oh, my God. And, okay, if you're not a social media person, go to www.hiddenbattlesfoundation.org, and you can still see everything that we're talking about on there. Nice. Hey, what if you had a suggestion for our podcast? What would you do? You know, 
I just so happen to set up an email account for that. No it, way. Yeah, it's podcast.hiddenbattlesfoundation at gmail.com. Wow, wow. So if anyone ever wants us to hear us talk about something or, uh, you know, dissect anything that they... I say a, a lot of a lot of the content we get is um, as far as emails on the contact page of hiddenbattlesfoundation.org is we get, um, you know, my son, my brother, my sister was deployed or as a police officer, and they look for resources. Uh, if you ever come across an, uh, uh, something, a, a topic, a subject that we'd like to touch upon or you'd like us to touch upon, because we have a large network where we could address issues that people are really kind of curious about. Uh, whether it's deployment or um, like assimilating back into society from a deployment, just fire us off an email. All right. So podcast dot hidden battles foundation at gmail dot com. So and we'll definitely address that. We have friends that are VSOs. That's a veteran service officer, and and we have one particular Eric Lamash, who's the veteran service officer of Lowell, and that guy is the Encyclopedia Britannica for everybody over the age of forty that knows what that is, of uh, Veteran Services. Uh, Eric has everything. We're going to try to get Eric on here for us. We have a whole bunch of networking uh, specialists that will come on that will help us address these things. So if you definitely you ever have any idea or if you have an idea for us or a suggestion, then please just fire it off to us. And we have thick skin. Um, just don't swear too much. Yeah, we have <laughs> a lot of sponsors and stuff that listen to this. Yep. So we try to yeah. keep it, you know, PG-13, yeah. uh, make it fun for everybody. and. Yep. I mean, yeah, we, we might, uh, we'll try not to swear at all. Um, so, but, you know, there are going to be some stories that um, that we'll have some veterans in. Uh, veterans really, we, we're kind of our own breed. Uh, we have our own language, and that's pretty much what Hidden Battles is about. It's Hidden Battles puts uh, like-minded people into environments where they're not judged, they're understood, they're with like-minded people, and they're just free to be themselves. And I think that's where a lot of... Um, our success comes from is the fact that we're a community of a certain type of individual. You know, the the, the alpha male, the, the class A type of uh, personalities, you know. I hear you. So, yeah, so that's where we are at that point. Um, One of our big slogans is, uh, you know, some battles are fought in the mind, which is the hidden battles slogan. And the other half of it is defend our defenders. So, you know, we didn't see that there was a main outlet for first responders specifically uh, in our area for people to reach out to. So we kind of narrowed it down just to the first responders, militaries, veterans um, in that group and just know that you're never alone in your battle. Yeah, absolutely. And what we do is we like to open it up also to families because what's the most important thing? You know, when you go home at night, you go home to your family, right? Yeah, that's the main thing you want to yeah. do. You, you know, with everything going on with police and fire and everything else out in the world, you, your main battle is to go home at night. Go see your family. Go see your kids. Go see your dog, your loved ones. Yeah, and, this it, and definitely the families do take a lot of stress. And it, I mean, believe me, I've been in some calls um, that we do. We, we come home and we tend to take it out on the people that care about us the most. And we, we tend to treat the people who are strangers better than we treat the people that are, you know, our loved ones. But so we do. We do. Uh, we try to incorporate, you know, families into our activities too because you have to do that reconnection. And w by us doing it, it's actually like a low-stress night. I think the, what you say earlier, the hardest part about there is just commuting to where we're going. Or yeah, exactly. The hardest part is just getting to where the event is being taken place or uh, where the movie's being shown. Uh, you don't really have to worry about anything else. I mean, at, for instance, the movie night. Tickets are free. We provide you with a pitcher of lemonade and popcorn. 
And then if you want, you know, burgers, hot dogs, any of the other main food items or other beverages, it, it's on your own. But at the same time, like, Chunky's has good food, and it's yeah, it's a decent price. Yeah, absolutely. It's and I mean, think of it. You just saved all the money on admission, and you're going there now. But see, even like even on the spinners nights uh, for the kids, it's really a relaxing night. The spinners game, it's they're uh, what a, a single A affiliate, a single A affiliation of Boston Red Sox. Yeah. So who right just so happened to be the World Series champions? What another one? Uh, Boston's uh, just getting with those rings. Hey, wait, the Celtics are going in the playoffs now too, right? Wait, are they really? I believe so. I'm. I don't usually watch too many Celtics games. I follow them, yeah. but I don't. So yeah, but back to that. That night there also is free. Uh, we actually provide wristbands for the kids zone for the kids. So the parents want to sit there, they can send the kids off to the kids zone. There is no way to escape that place. No. So you can actually see the kids zone from every single uh, vantage point in the stadium and then what happens is you watch the game you see a really good uh, ball game uh, we've had some really great local kids so, so Craig I'm gonna ask you how is the f- how is the kids zone good you like it there do you like it yeah he's nodding he, he's yes. nodding yes so yeah so but what you do is you get to see up-and-coming uh, baseball stars it's Jacoby Ellsworth uh, Ellsbury oh Ellsbury who was um What's his name? Dustin uh, Pedroia. Dustin Pedroia, but um, Big Poppy's played there. Um, no, no. Who married Tom Brady's sister? Kevin Euclid. That's him. He played there also. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, I was the entire Papelbon family played there. Yeah, but so you do get to see some good up and coming players. Um, there was a kid there when we, we went that night. It was like a 19 year old kid from the Dominican Republic who was throwing like 98 mile per hour strike balls all night long. Went to the Cubs. Blew his shoulder out, all done. Wow. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's basically what we do. Um, we also do, uh, we do public speaking, which you probably would never think that, seeing how we're not really doing that well tonight, yeah. really. But No, but we do public speaking. We talk about signs and symptoms of post-traumatic stress, uh, suicide prevention, interdiction. We also do uh, peer support. We will um, come up with an activity or an event for you if you have um, a police department, a fire department a business um, you want us to kind of address uh, veterans issues with you know a lot of veterans are coming home these warriors are getting jobs in the private sector you know the public sector and some people just don't know how to uh, handle them they don't just know how to deal with you know the needs of these individuals so we will come in and we'll talk to you about that um, but yeah, like we, and we don't do death by PowerPoint yes we have a PowerPoint it has some pictures it has some you know uh, quick brief topics but we don't stand there and look at the screen and bore you with that see the the military has a term and it's probably gonna be the only swear I say but the military has a term it's the mind can only handle as much as the ass can endure so after about 15 minutes of sitting there looking at a PowerPoint you really start to lose your audience so like now we are now at 23 minutes and I think we probably lost 90% of the people we're talking about no so what we do is we we go in we have this really it's probably about 40 minutes of talking um, and then we open it up for questions we do point out a lot of stuff, and we just did one recently for um, a public safety uh, division of a town where we went in and we named some signs and symptoms such as um, oversleeping or not enough sleep or you know overeating, not enough eating. Um, so basically, if you see somebody, a police officer or a loved one, a fireman or a veteran, whose lifestyle is changing completely, those are usually signs of post-traumatic stress, and this is what you want to do. You want to try to nip them in the du- uh, the bud. And when we when we are given examples, the husbands and wives are like shaking their heads the whole time, looking at each other, going, "Oh my God, they do 
Like he this does is that. Yeah. She does that. Yeah, this is you. You know, um, and that's what we were saying. We were saying a lot of a lot of stuff of um, you know hypervigilance. You know, when and, and cops are this way already. Cops go into a restaurant, they can't sit with their back to the door. Nope. You know, but when they start getting like really suspicious and they're staring, everybody comes to the door. Like they just arrested that guy right before they got in there. That's a sign too. So as soon as we we start naming all these telltales. A lot of people shake their head and like, I've never noticed it, you know. So we do that. That's what our peer support, that's what our public speaking stuff Hence is Hence the some battles are fought in the mind. Absolutely. And 90% of the people that have post-traumatic stress don't even realize they have post-traumatic stress. I believe it. Yeah. So then we go on to other things like the suicide prevention part that we do. Uh, I was just reading the, um, the Rudiger White Pages, which was, um, or the Rudiman White Pages, which is an article done by an institute in New York. It's a couple years old, but I was reading it, and they said that three to five percent of law enforcement agencies in the country, in the country, have a suicide prevention program. So three to five percent—that is ridiculous. That that's that's very that's small. Yeah, that's that's horrible. So, by us coming along and us, uh, you know, talking about issues and us talking about um, telltale signs, uh, traumatic events, these are the things that should be keynote and. By us doing this and us bringing awareness to it, a lot of guys are starting to say, hey, you know what, I can get help. And since they're not a, ther- they're not a clinical, nobody's finding out about it. Well, you know what, people can find out about it. We're just a group of people that like to go out and have fun, um, maybe tackle a couple issues. But we really don't have to worry about the security of your job like you may other ways. That's it. And, you know, I just uh, found a stat here that law enforcement suicide uh, in 2019 – so right now, today's date is February 12th, and uh, we're only 12 days into February, 30, 43 days into the calendar year, and uh, there's already 30 suicides for law enforcement yeah. out there. Oh, and, they, and you know what, that, that big number that they, were, uh, that they were preaching, which is supposedly a drop, which is a great thing, but they were saying veterans rate 22 a day. And I think a new study just came out said that that has actually um, gotten a lot better. It's more like 13 now. But you know what? One is too many, if you think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know? So it, and being from a family, and you know, Chris has met my brother, being from a family where you know, we are directly affected by my brother who was in law enforcement. He was a corrections officer. And there was no help. Um, we thought that he was uh, in great shape. We thought, well, he was in great physical shape. But mentally, he was, he was a mess. Um, and we like I, I dubbed him the great pretender. Everybody thought he was fantastic. He was the life of the party, always smiling, but he just had everybody fooled. Um, and these now, after with a little training and seeing what we're supposed to look for, the telltale signs were there. And you know, with a little training, even a little awareness, which is what we like to do, bring a little awareness, you can actually start to see these signs and you can actually try to get people help. Um, and that's what we hope to do. Sounds like a great plan. Sounds like a great concept. It's an um, unbelievable concept. But uh, in the past, wha- I think I've uh, I might have mentioned uh, AFSP, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Great people. Oh yeah, um, amazing. So if you ever need literature, you ever need like a go-to, uh, you can actually pop onto their website. We do um, a lot of partnering with them. We actually are close friends with the New England regional manager, which is uh, Shamra, and the new Boston. Uh, Greater Boston director, uh, Tara. Um, we also uh, we also get all of our, a lot of our funding from local sponsors, local organizations. 
which um, I don't know. Want to plug a couple? So, uh, well, so if you ever want to look at some more info for AFSP, it's a simple website, AFSP.org. Uh, some of our local sponsors include the Laborers International Union, 429 out of Lowell. Yeah, a bunch of good guys. A bunch of good guys. A lot of veterans that uh, work there um, who have signed on to be one of our proud sponsors. We have the Jean d'Arc Credit Union uh, out of Lowell, who also is a uh, major sponsor for us. Yep. And then, you know, if you like our website, hiddenbattlesfoundation.org, you can see Dave Susi over Barefoot Web Design, LLC. He's out of Hooks at New Hampshire. Dave is a very, very good guy. He is amazing. He actually took a simple concept that we had, and he designed our website. Uh, and we actually get a lot of comments on our website. Our you know, website is very it's, – it's amazing. Dave just – he's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then recently we've had the First House Pub in Winchester. Yeah. Uh, very good food over there. Go see Jim. Mm -hmm. He's one of the chefs. Um, they've just – uh, donated to us as well yep, we and then uh wegmans wegmans has multiple locations all over the country um yeah and uh and i'll talk about uh 2a tactical so 2a tactical is owned by a veteran and former police officer his name is robert russell i had the wonderful um uh opportunity to spend my whole police academy with rob and as a veteran to veteran we actually became friends uh because we can talk to each other and we understand each other uh, like I said, Rob is a disabled veteran. He had opened up to a tactical, started as a hobby, and now he is actually New Hampshire's largest suppressor dealer. Wow. Yeah, but the gr great thing about it is I said suppressor. You can't have those in Massachusetts. I know. Welcome to New Hampshire. And segue into that, we are now located right now in the Battle Bunker, which is in um, Pelham, New Hampshire. So we're actually about eight miles over the border of um, Massachusetts, right outside of Drake in Lowell, Massachusetts. And then, uh, you know, coming up, we have a brewery that is doing a pub takeover. Uh, what yeah. is it? A keg takeover? Yeah, so it's a it's a tap takeover. They tap call takeover. It. That's yeah. So um, so it's actually fourteen. Yeah, fourteen star brewing company. They are out of Vermont. However, they are doing a tap takeover at a friend of ours, a personal friend of ours, bar up in Bristol, New Hampshire, called Kathleen's Cottage. Uh, Mary Ann Parkhurst is the owner, proprietor, and she has an Irish pub, which actually has a big, giant function space where they have uh, line dancing and um, Irish step dancing and live music and stuff. Well, they're going to do that for us, and that is on February 16th. Coming up? Yeah, um, a week. Like oh Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. That's right around the corner. Literally. Yeah, so then we have local uh, local sponsors, and we literally, we get sponsors from every walk of life because everybody's really affected by this. There are so many veterans out there now. There are so many police officers and so many firemen and, and EMTs and nurses that we're actually, we touch, you know, everybody. This is not a subject that specifically, you know, affects one person. It affects everybody directly. Yeah. And, and you know, even if you talk to somebody who's, uh, let's say, a... I don't know, lays wood or concrete or something mm -hmm. for a living. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if you talk to that person, they know somebody or know of somebody in somebody's family that suffers from PTSD or has suicidal tendencies. Or Yeah, or is a survivor of suicide. Or a survivor yeah. of suicide. Yeah. Or even knows somebody who has done that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not I – mean, in, in times have changed in the past. It's like seven years since my brother took his life, and I will tell you that since then, a lot more people are talking about it now, and not too many people are, are 
are, are really embarrassed to, to bring the subject up. Um, we've met some great organizations through this. We've met the Jacob Murnane Foundation out of Bill Ricca. Um, we've met, uh, like I said, we said AFSP. Uh, we've met, who else? Polini. Yeah, oh, the, the Polini, Polini Fund. Yeah, Polini Fund. The Polini Fund is not necessarily a suicide prevention fund. They're actually, they take care of local, uh, local veterans that are in need. But it was actually started in honor of uh, Specialist Matthew Polini, who was killed in Afghanistan. I, I believe that he was crushed by a Humvee that rolled over on him. But we were actually, uh, we've become friends with uh, Sergeant Mike Peterson of the National Guard, Mass National Guard. And Mike is also uh, in law enforcement, and he runs the Polini Foundation. And it, um, another reason we made contact with him was he had reached out to us after one of his peer support guys had taken his life, Sergeant Patrick Harris, who I never met Pat, but everybody, you know, raved about how great he was, how personal he was, and he took on everybody's uh, issues and, and tried to help everybody. He was like everybody's big brother. So that's how, that's how we met the Polini Foundation. Um, we do work with uh, local police and fire. Uh, there's a couple organizations or a couple departments that have actually reached out to us recently to help them out with uh, a couple of their officers that have struggled with uh, post-traumatic yeah, stress after right. traumatic right. events. Uh, and we're always willing to help out anybody else. So just give us a call, drop us a line, give us uh, send us an email, yeah. find us on Facebook. Uh, yeah. You know, there's only two of us that have access to the Facebook page. It's me and Scott, and um, you know, we read every message and we personally respond to every message and make it. You know, our response time is actually a hundred percent. I was going to say it's hard. Fast. Yeah, you know, me and Scott being police officers and uh, in, in the law enforcement field, our phone is on twenty four seven. 365. Whether you need something, I don't care what time of day it is, send us a message. Um, usually me and Scott, one of us is always awake. Yeah, it's usually night, we're night owls. That we hardly ever sleep. And people find that funny because we'll send out messages or emails or, or or make a post at 2 in the morning. And we usually the next day as we get, do you ever sleep? And the answer is no. No, never, never. You know, never. it just, it's, um, this is a near and dear organization to Scott and my heart, and you know we want to give one hundred and ten percent and make it fun for you know yeah. everybody and yeah. make come up with new ideas and new events and check out some of the major things that are going on. I mean, yeah, and it's nevertheless. I mean, y you can sit there and you can think like, all right, well, I'm not a cop, I'm not a fireman, I'm not a nurse, I'm not an EMT, uh, and I'm not a veteran, but our board is made up of like the most eclectic group of people. We have. A nurse who is an educator for the nursing in the nursing field. We have a woman who's got her master's in education. We have um, students. Yeah, we have students. We have uh, corporate people. We have uh, we have somebody who's in charge of all the IT for a major bank. We have police officers. We have we have a support services director. Yeah, I mean we we marketing manager. Yeah, we have like everybody, and it's really because everybody's been affected by it. Everybody on our board, I think one way or another has personally been affected by suicide. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, now that I'm looking at them, yeah. And you know what? If you go to our page and look, they're all actually very attractive people. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, Chris is there, too. But I will tell you, even, yeah, go on our page, check us out. You can read all about us. Our stories are there. Uh, there's a little bio about most of the people on our page. We have pictures of events. We have listings of upcoming events, our sponsors. And we can't thank our sponsors enough. They're the ones that make everything 100% free for all our demographic that, uh, that comes. Um, we have pictures of our events, I, I had mentioned. But you really, you look at them and you think, 
you know, I can do this because honestly, you can. It, listen, if I can do it and Chris can do it, and it really doesn't take a lot of time out of your day. You know, it it's one weekend to a month to go to a cooking class, and we're not telling you to go there every single month. You know, go one month, check it out. Yeah. If you like it, come back. It's not an every weekend thing. It's a once a month thing. Yeah. You know, it's although it, I think it's going to start to become like an every other week thing because as of right now, I think we have almost twenty people in the class easily. And then at first we were begging people. When we first did it, remember that? It was the funniest thing. We were like, oh, you please know, come, please, my, please, please. My wife, if you don't know her, is she's that she's literally the it, the angel sitting on both uh, shoulders telling you what to do. Not like suggesting like you think like this is the devil and the angel and they're like, I don't think you should do that, buddy. No, it's like, no, this is what you're gonna do today. Here's your list and that that's my little my little you know, do what this is. Kicking the do, butt. Yeah. So she was always honest. She's like, "You gotta sell the ki- the cooking program. You gotta sell it. You gotta get people there. You gotta get people there. You gotta get people." So the first, well, we were begging people for the first one. Literally, right? hey, listen, I really need you to show up to this. Yeah, please. The, yeah, we have to. We, I mean, we went to UTech, and they usually don't let cooking classes go in there. I think they let one of the local colleges go in there, but they don't open it up for, you know, um, educational purposes. So we went there. We talked to Chris Austin, a great guy. Pitched the idea. Pitched the idea. When we left, he's like, "Absolutely." So. Then we can't fail. We can't make it look like, you know, hey, this is a great idea we have. We sold this guy on it, but we can't sell our own people on it. So the first class that we had, not that many people showed. What we have four or five couple? Four couples. Right? Yeah. Now, within an hour, sold out. Yeah. But now it's come. We come to the concept that we bought more equipment, uh, and we've come to the concept that we don't say no to anybody. So now we're at uh, we're almost twenty people. That's uh, ten couples. And I think that's probably probably as much as we can possibly handle at this at point. At this point, yeah. So, but uh, but if it's I mean if it's that much po- more popular, then yeah, we will add another night. I have no problem adding another night. Absolutely. I don't think I don't think Michelle and Mike have a uh, problem with it. And uh, and like Chris said, it might be for you, it might not. I, but I will tell you, we have probably six couples that are the regulars, yeah. and they love to come. And these people definitely have culinary skills, where they didn't walk in not knowing how to. You know, make a box of pasta. These people were legit cooks. You know, one of them is a, a firefighter cook who owns a barbecue company. Another one's a, a state trooper who owns a barbecue company. These, I mean, these people are legit cookers. They know how to cook. They go to competitions, and you and know, learning new things. I will tell you right now, it's free. You don't pay for a thing. You, the parking is free. Yet again, in downtown Lowell, it's very hard to find parking. But we have a parking lot that you will park in. We give you a parking pass. Yeah, thank you, Salem Five, Salem yeah, Five thank Bank, you, Sa- yep. Salem Five Bank. They literally give us their parking lot. We park there. We're there for, you know, two hours or something. We go cooking. There's alcoholic beverages, non-alcoholic beverages, and it's just a night. It's a fun think night. Of it it's like a date, date night. night. And people, you know what? There are organizations that are actually trying to make like pe- like paint night. We're trying to make money off this now. There's a place in Pelham right down the street. There's cooking. They do cooking classes. Really? And they yeah, and they charge you for it. And this is free. So veterans, first responders, nurses, military, come on down. Yeah, absolutely. And I will tell you, we you're going to leave. You. Yeah, and you're going to leave and you're going to have a blast. And and that's just I mean, all, actually every single one of our programs is more of it's so f- it's a fun. It's a fun day. Well, let's just so say that the pictures, the flyers, the pamphlets don't do them justice. Yeah. No, I agree. And we take good pictures though. We have actually our our uh, media staff is really great, really and we are. talk like we're like some huge business. <laughs> I mean, we we are basically a family. We we are like a small family, um, you know, not by birth but uh, by association at this point. Where 
you know, Chris's girlfriend takes pictures. Um, Matt, makes videos. Yeah, makes Matt's videos. Matt's girlfriend. Matt and Danielle. Matt Ayers, Danielle Wilson. Uh, Danielle takes some amazing pictures. Uh, my daughter, Marissa, takes some amazing pictures. Yeah. Chris takes amazing pictures. Oh, who's that other guy? Scott takes oh, amazing right, pictures. Scott, I take right. amazing pictures. So we do. We put great pictures Leslie up. Leslie takes a few good ones. Yeah, she does. She does. When did she use with my phone? Because her phone's horrible. Um, but, you know, but that's what we do. We we want we want people to understand that it's a great, you know, it's a great time out. It's a great time to reconnect with your family. It's a great time to reconnect with people who are like-minded, you know, in an atmosphere where you're with your peers. And that's really what we want to do. Uh, we're probably boring the hell out of these people. And we're at the 40-minute mark. We still have, like, about. Wow. Yeah. So we, we actually, we have to. And that is entertainment brought to you by Craig. Yeah. So we are actually we uh, we actually did a podcast. Um, well we did two. We do podcasts. We so we have uh, we have uh, like a distant cousin. His name is Denny Doherty. Denny was on the radio at WAF, uh, and he actually runs a podcast called the WBV, the Welcome Back Voorhees. Yep, Voorhees, as in the Friday the Thirteenth guy. So we went and did his podcast a couple times, and we were, you know, we we learned a couple things. Uh, we learned a couple things not to do. Uh, th- this is definitely not our first recording of the first episode yeah this is like first cubed um so we, we want to thank denny denny showed us a couple things and uh and we promised that our next as we get be- uh, as we get a little more under our belt and be more entertaining but this is really kind of a uh, nuts and bolts what we are what we do um so with a little guidance from denny i think we'll get a little better uh, i think the more we do we'll get a little better and once again if you have any suggestions or stuff you you know, want to hear us talk about, send us an email, podcast.hiddenbattlesfoundation at gmail.com. Just, you know, rattle off some ideas and mm-hmm. stuff you want us to talk about. Yeah, and absolutely. Can, you can even uh, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, even LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. You I, on LinkedIn? I am as well. Yeah, so one of our uh, board members, Ernie Lopez, told me, you got to do LinkedIn because he's a corporate guy. And I said, all right. I, I created something. I might post one every once in a while. I'm not a LinkedIn guy. I'm more of a visual guy. I, I, I go on every now and then, and I usually just copy and paste or share somebody else's post. Yeah, that's my know? success. But, yeah, I, I think I went 40% up uh, for my, my— I'm at 95, but I don't want to pay the, ex- the yeah. premium number to make myself 100. Well, the great thing was is I did one post, which was shared like five times, so my, my activity increased 40%. Whoa. From zero to 40%. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, and that's not Singapore math. That's just real life right there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, we'll talk about uh, family issues. I, like I said, I have a I have a 15-year-old daughter who's about to start driving. I have a 3-year-old. Uh, Chris lives vicariously through my 3-year-old. He, Him and Janice want to bring him to Plaza Fun Time. So Which will happen. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, hit us up on all those platforms. You don't have to send it out an email. You can hit us up on Facebook, uh, and fish on uh, Hidden Battles Facebook page, on the Twitter page. Just go to our website. All our contact information is right at the bottom yep, under absolutely. the contact page. You can contact us right from the website. Once again, that's hiddenbattlesfoundation.org. Right at the bottom of the page, there's a LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn. It's a uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, link, so you can just go down there and check those out as well. Yeah, that uh, that was brought to you by Craig. That <laughs> he was. I don't know what noise that was, but he kind of threw Chris off there. Yeah, just so a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So, uh, so we're gonna probably just say goodbye for now, and we'll uh, we'll probably say hi soon. You know, I you know what that uh, I think this first one I think it went pretty well. I th- yeah, and I th- I'm hoping all the uh, listeners out there think so as well. Yeah, 
and um, and we do have some uh, local ties to some local celebrities, so maybe we'll get a couple in and we'll do some fun talk. Uh, but we will be addressing other things. Um, we have some small business owners that we'll probably have on, and they can give you some pointers. Um, you know, so having said that, I think we're probably gonna say goodbye for now. <laughs>